Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. I know. <laughs> Hello and welcome to another episode of the Video Games Now podcast. It's Rodney, and I'm joined by Eric. Hello. And striving to uh, get Employee of the Month, we have Bradley joining us from his water closet at his work. Hello, Bradley. Hey, guys. <laughs> uh, sorry. Anyways, uh, so today we're going to talk about uh, the uh, state of play that was earlier this week. That was All the news seems to come out like immediately after our last podcast, so there's just a full week of just us like waiting to record the next podcast but um so state of K- uh, uh, borderlands 3 was also released so we'll talk about that a little bit will will probably join us later we played sea of thieves until 1 30 in the morning last night so we were a little freaking tired but uh yeah we're gonna get right into all the news coming up right now right now, right now. Right now. Alright, so State of Play came out, uh, I believe, on Tuesday, and uh, Eric, you actually covered that event. Uh, yeah, uh, I, I rushed home from work as quickly as I possibly could to catch it before they actually started, so I got it right from the beginning when it was live, which was, was nice. Um, it was a pretty short little thing. It's basically just uh, a voiceover with uh, somebody explaining some of the new games and things that are going to be coming out. Um it was actually pretty good if you're a VR heavy person. If you're really into the VR on your PlayStation, then it was definitely a state of play for you for being their first one out. Um, lots of big VR either additions to games that already exist or new games that are going to come out. Um, I'm excited about a handful of them. Um, so uh, I don't know if you want me to just go through the list of ones that have come out. Yeah, well, we'll uh, I'm just on... Uh our website videogamesnow.ca and we're just I'm just reading through the article you wrote and so the only person do you, do you, you don't own a PS right Eric it's just Bradley and Will basically they don't own a PS oh no I have a PS4 I have I'm like um, I'm a lot like uh, Will I'd pretty much buy everything oh, even okay. if I don't play it um, I even had a Dreamcast uh, so I mean I really dig deep when it comes to systems uh, so yes I went and bought a PSVR basically I think my PlayStation is for VR only because I don't really get into many other games unless it's a 
an exclusive for PlayStation. So, um, yes, I play my VR quite often. Beat Saber is probably my, my favorite game in the VR nice. world. Yeah, there's some crazy-ass people in that game. Like, yeah. you, you thought- um, I'm not as good as them, but um, yeah. yes, I do. I do enjoy it. They well, just came out with a DLC pack um, from some new some new music, so that kind of expanded the game pretty good. Uh, so I've been I've been sweating my ass off to that. So nice. Um, oh. Well, I expected you to be the best, Eric. So I'm be a little disappointed, but uh, <laughs> <clears throat> so just a couple of the titles. The, obviously, the big one that uh, State of Play uh, talked about was the Iron Man VR, and this actually looks quite interesting. Uh, I saw a bit of gameplay for it uh, uh, yesterday, and yeah, it just what a great idea, actually. Uh, yeah, I'm re- I'm, that's probably one of the ones that I'm probably most excited about. I'd like to see how it actually plays, um, because just by watching some of the gameplay of it, you don't really get a feel for it too much. But um, when you're standing in your living room flying around, I'm, 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 I'm interested to see how disorienting that may become when you're flying around like Iron Man and shooting stuff and you know you know how he does so I'm actually excited about that one I'll probably pick that one up whenever it, when it finally releases um, but uh, yeah that was actually probably the most exciting one of the more exciting things that they uh, they talked about in the state of play nice um, yeah so. hey uh, at the beginning of the podcast did I say this is Dan did I call you Dan I'm just like having a, fl- a flashback like oh did I call Eric Dan shit Whoops. Nope, you said Eric. Whoops. Okay, good. I, I'm, I'm really tired, so I, I uh, thought I fucked that up. Uh, Bradley, what are your thoughts on Iron Man VR? It looks fun. I think it'll be a, an interesting, just like Eric said, kind of interesting how uh, people feel while they're playing it. Because um, I know a lot of information or a lot of feedback I get is that VR gets you kind of motion sickness. So, it'll be interesting. Yes, I, uh, I got motion sick when I played... Um, Toon, uh, Toon, what the hell was it? Uh, it was the Toon Wars game. I think I, I think that was the name of it too. Woodland, I played it at PAX one year, and yeah, it was PlayStation VR, and you held the controller, but the right stick was disabled, and you looked through obviously the VR. So uh, yeah, we got I got quite sick on that, um, especially like when you jump down from a cliff, right? Because you jump down from the cliff, and your body reacts as to all the regular feelings that you get when you actually jump off a cliff <clears throat> i have experience in that um and uh yeah it's just it's just totally confusing so for those uh who have not done vr yet um it's gonna be an interesting ordeal um yeah <laughs> that's all i gotta say about that uh, yeah vr vr can't like depending on the game i i agree with you completely because your your brain knows one thing but you're telling it that it's okay it's not real and it, it really does it, it i mean the elder scrolls vr um is if you're not ready for it that that game can be super disorienting like stuff starts flying around you and you're looking around real fast and then you gotta like Oh yeah, that's a rough game. That one actually almost made me a little sick. So I can understand if you have a queasy stomach, VR can be can be a bit daunting. Yeah, and it's not something that you can just be like, it's okay, it's just a game. I'm I'm sitting in a chair. Like you can't talk yourself out of it because that kind of makes it worse. Yeah, it does. Because then I, I find that the ones that you have to use the controller are harder. If you're standing in the room and you actually get to move your hands around and actually kind of like interact with the world a little more, it's yeah. not quite as bad because you're 
you kind of like take it away. Your brain forgets the fact that, you know, you're doing something you shouldn't be doing and you kind of just immerse yourself into it. But when you're holding the controller, you still have the controller. So you always have that, that like grounding that kind of throws you off a little bit. That's kind of the problem I had with, uh, with, um, uh, what was, there's a, a VR expansion to star Wars and you fly the X wing and, um, about as battlefront battlefront one, I think it was. And, uh, you have to use the controller to, to steer the ship, but you look around with your, your headset and, um, it looks amazing. But when you actually start having things fly past you and then you're going one way and looking the other way, you can't, and you're not even moving. You're sitting still in your living room, but you can start to be like, Ooh, Oh my, I'm going to throw up all over my floor. So you have to just take your headset off or something for a second. It's usually what I do. Yeah. Uh, Bradley, have you, have you had much experience with VR? Uh, No, I have very little. I have a buddy of mine that has it. I haven't spent the $400 yet to pick it up. Cool. Well, uh, I have a Samsung uh, Gear VR, which is like the equivalent of finding fucking spy kids in a cereal box. Um, so it's it's not the best, but uh, and the games available in the Samsung store aren't aren't the best either. So um, yeah, I need a true VR system, but uh, that's pretty much what I've used uh, in the last uh, little bit. So. Uh, but so No Man's Sky Beyond was announced, uh, or sorry, with with VR. Sorry, not announced. It was it was the next free update to come to No Man's Sky is one worth looking into if you have a VR headset like this game, uh, or like this game. Uh, the this give new life. This gives new life to the game that has become a cult favorite after its r- rough release. Although some VR in the vast open world uh, of No Man's Sky might have me looking to the stars. So yeah, it's. Uh, no Man's Sky with VR, so that's cool. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty much the whole game, I guess. They're just adding VR. So if you like No Man's Sky and you really want to be more immersed than you were in the first place, now you can be. That's pretty much all. There, it is. There, there's stuff to do in that game now, right? I just I've <clears throat> there read. is. Okay, uh, I have a I have a buddy of mine that plays it pretty religiously. He's he's a big Minecraft guy, and this game for him kind of I guess is a version of Minecraft without so much building. Uh, but he said it's it's basically they've got so much stuff now that you can stick. Play. It's like Sea of Thieves, you know. Before it was terrible, and now you play it, and four and a half hours have gone by, and you yeah. didn't even know they happened. But yeah. it's so slow. I tried it with him one day, and it's slow, like right. really slow, and it's hard for me to stay engaged in it because it's like you spend more time p- plotting your course than you do playing sometimes so there's space horses uh, in that game i've never played the game so i'm just speculating i never got into that with them i was on a planet and we were like mining and getting stuff and setting up for other things and we were picking up supplies off the planet to take them somewhere else to another planet to drop them off yep and i was like this is this is taking forever like what are we gonna do anything and he's like, yeah, yeah, we just got to finish doing this. And like 20, 25 minutes went by and all we were doing was finding stuff. And I was like, uh, I want to shoot something like real bad. <laughs> and it, it, yeah, we just kind of never did. It, and I was like, you know, I'm going to go play something where I can kill somebody. Yeah. And I did. Nice. So that's that was yeah. Thieves, it's, right? it's a slow game. It's it's not for everybody. If you like it, you'll love it. If you don't, then just don't even try. 
So, yeah, that's uh, that's my pro ex- my 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 pro take on that game. <laughs> cool. Uh, hey, Mr. Bradley, what uh, what do you think of this next game? Blood and Truth VR is uh, another one that was announced. Mm, I don't know. A lot of the VR games they looked fun, but again, I go back to that motion sickness thing. So, I think a lot of them can be interesting and this one has a, some cool mechanics to it i guess but it's, it's a wait and see for me okay uh what about uh, what about you eric um this one uh, this one goes along the lines of the iron man vr for me there's not a lot of really good um shooter games in my opinion on the vr yet there's a few of them that are okay but you can definitely feel like you're not really connected as much as you wish you could be so this might be the first time that they somebody releases something that kind of immerses you into the first person shooter a little more so i'm i'm more concerned with the movement um the movement in the games are always the hardest because like in older scrolls all you can do is that weird teleport like 10 feet to move forward you can't just walk like normal um and uh, I hope this game doesn't have that kind of thing. I'm hoping it kind of picks up like kind of like Division does and like pick a point and then run to it and pick a point and run to it kind of thing. Would be nice. Right, yeah, yeah. Doom Doom VR has that teleport too, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, to move around the map, you have to like zoom from point to point. You, it's basically wherever you're looking at that moment. When you click the controller, it just takes you like five feet in that direction or ten feet in that direction, depending on the the movement, and which is it's like I guess the best way they can figure out to do it I just wish somebody would come up with a new way because that can be really disorienting and you can easily zoom past people like you'll be fighting somebody and you'll go to like strafe away from them but you strafe like 20 feet away and you're like uh and then they hit you in the back and you're like well this was bullshit (laughs) so that that's my big hiccup on when I play games that have a first person aspect to VR, so it kind of steers me away. So I'm waiting to see what the actual controls are on this Blood and Truth. Yeah. Because uh, until then, I, I, I'm, I'm going to re- reserve it as something exciting to exciting to play because it reminds me of like a 007, like you're like a secret agent kind of guy. But uh, until I see how the controls work, I'm probably not going to go forward with it. Yeah. Because yeah. So. Since uh, since the North American uh, culture is to work everybody till they fucking die, uh, they've released a vacation simulator, and or will be releasing a vacation simulator in VR. So for those of you who can't afford one, guess what? It's cheap now. So, uh, yeah. What do you guys think about that? <laughs> okay, uh, I'm gonna start that one, and I'm gonna tell you why. Is because I have the job simulator on my VR, which is the first iteration of this game. Um, Job Simulator is exactly what you think it is. You basically play a cartoony version of um, a job. Um, And there's these computers that float around and talk to you while you're doing the job, and it's like a simulation of the job. So there's one where you're in a cubicle, one where you play as like a mechanic. Um, There's a convenience store worker... And a chef, I believe, are the four of them. I can't think if there's a fifth one off the top of my head right now. But um, it's all very cartoony, off-the-wall 
bonkersy crap. Um, it it's actually kind of amusing. My kids love it at, to death. They think it's fantastic. Um, I think it's fun. It's not something that holds my interest for a long period of time, but it is definitely uh, quite funny. This vacation simulator looks like they just kind of picked up from their job simulator, and they're and I'm I'm probably going to buy it simply because my kids want it that much. Um, so wait till your uh, kids Brad? actually start working. Uh, what's that? So wait till your kids actually start working. I know they're going to really be pissed because that shit's not at all how. <laughs> work works they like to throw things at everybody because <clears throat> you can throw stuff at all the different other computers that are working in the same office as you and they love throwing stuff at everybody I'm like that's a liability mm-hmm. you guys are definitely going to get what I was going to touch on uh, I think this game being uh, a, the pre- predecessor to the job simulator and then the job simulator has so many funny like videos out there of people like trash talking the computers and throwing stuff at them and like playing the paper ball into your garbage can and that's all they're doing all day and like making funny funny videos for entertainment so i think this video this game will be have some good content being released by people being creative with it i think the game itself is probably going to be a little dull but people kind of make it better than it really is by having those funny moments and creating some really entertaining videos yes i agree with that very much so. All right. uh, the kids watch people stream that all the time. That's where they figured out all the little tricks and secret things that you can find inside the different worlds, which I didn't realize, but there's a ton of Easter eggs inside those games. Oh, yeah? <clears throat> so they find all sorts of weird stuff you can do. And like as the chef, you can mix all sorts of ingredients, and it turns it into all sorts of weird nonsense. And they didn't know any of those until they watched some people stream them. And, uh, yeah, you basically, you can kind of make the game entertaining for yourself in your own way is really what it is. Nice. So, yeah. Uh, all right, so there's a bunch of other VR games that uh, we won't really touch on because they're not, they don't look exciting, but they they could be, who knows. Uh, Mini Mech Mayhem, Jupiter, and Mars. Falcon Age, Trover Saves the Universe, Everyone Golf VR. Oh, fucking another golf game. Table of Tales. I thought that's a table of tennis for a second, and I'm like... So, golf and fucking Pong copy. Uh, <laughs> and then Five Nights VR Help Wanted. Cool. So, the non-VR stuff that was uh, announced, uh, obviously Mortal Kombat 11 was announced, or not announced, but a new trailer came out. So, for those MK11 fans, get excited. Uh, I've never been uh, a, I've never been in, into Mortal Kombat. I've never, it's never really interested me. Uh, the Mortal Kombat 11 looks pretty good to me it kind of and, and people are going to get really angry when I say this but I'm going to say it anyway um, people to me it looks like Injustice 2 just with all the Mortal Kombat characters in blood because it's made by the same people so um, Injustice 2 is a really fun game if you like fighters so um, I'm sure Mortal Kombat 11 is going to be fantastic I like the fact that they've added um, some of the original characters with original skins on them, so they're that's really kind of cool because it kind of throws you back to that old arcade feel when you were at the roller rink and decided to play spend twenty seven dollars trying to play Mortal Kombat. You're looking pr- impressive in front of your friends, and you're not. So that's uh, that's because you had the roller blades that aren't in a line. They're like the four in each corner. 
those shitty ones. Right, and yeah. then you're falling over while you're trying to do it. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly why you didn't do well. So. Sure, that's that's why. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I, um, Brittany, my wife, and I were trying to we we're going to go rollerblading a couple years ago, and then she found out that hers don't. Or no, I went out and bought some. I bought some for like two hundred and some dollars because I'm like I'm going to use these a lot. And then she, uh, we found out that hers didn't fit her. Like, we didn't even try them on before I went and bought some. So then we haven't gone rollerblading since, and it's been two years. And I bought these fucking rollerblades for a retarded amount of money. And, yeah, so just yesterday I'm like, oh, I'll take them out of the box. They still have the fucking tags on them and everything. Uh, I took them out of the box, and I, I put them on, and I'm like, all right, um, you know, I play hockey, so this shouldn't be too hard. Uh, and, yeah, I found out that it's quite difficult because you can't really stop like you can on ice. So, no. yeah, and I took my dog for a, a roll, and, um, yeah, that didn't go very well. So, <clears throat> lesson learned. Don't take your dog on a walk with the rollerblades, because then the dog sees something at once, and then you can't fucking stop it. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, I agree with you completely. I uh, I used to be a attendee in uh, hockey, and uh, I put on rollerblades to play roller hockey with my kids because they play roller hockey now. And uh, I was like, this isn't the normal. This isn't how it works at all. So, yeah, yeah I, I, I know how you feel. Man, tendy, I would never be able to be a fucking tender. Fuck that. Oh, yeah. I, I, I always got my I got shit shot at me all the time. I was I loved it. It was like my favorite thing, but I'm fucked in the head. So. <laughs> Um, yeah, but, uh, anyways, back on to video games. So, we have Ready, Set, Heroes, uh, which is a dungeon crawler. Like, uh, a lot of the different dungeon yeah. crawlers out there, but yeah. It's a cool competitive dungeon crawler. Like, you're yeah. competing against other people, which is kind of a nice twist to it. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was really interesting, too. Like, that's a really fun concept. Like, you go in and you don't realize, I guess you will realize it, but you don't, you know, you're trying to get to the end game. I get or end level before the other team, and then you get there sooner. You get more energy and more power ups and things like that to to begin with, which gives you that advantage. I thought that was a pretty neat concept for a for a dungeon crawler. Yeah, I agree. I was this was probably one of the games I was most excited to at least get my hands on and try. I'm wondering how much that'll be like price point wise, because I don't think I would pay like like a full price game for kind of a dungeon crawler but at the same time I would probably still try it I just don't think I would spend that much money on it oh yeah here I I think ballpark is going to be like in the 40s 40s to 50s range I can't see them charging more than that like that's probably the high point okay I I forgot that this was announced and I'm kind of happy that I found it on this podcast so Nintendo VR or Nintendo Labo VR kit so is Nintendo so short on fucking manpower and supplies that they make you build the fucking VR kit? Hell yeah. I mean, we got shit. And they had they came out with the ones where you got to build all your fun little controls anyway. Why not? Uh... Well, those were... Yeah, I mean... But if, I, if I'm going to play VR for hours, I'm going to want to have something that when I sweat on it, it doesn't fucking disintegrate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know how you feel there, because when I play Beat Saber, man, my 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 headset is just soaking wet. So yeah, um, 
yeah, my my fiance hates playing Beat Saber right after me because she's got to get a, like a towel and like wipe it all down and clean it all off before she can play it after me. She, she's uh, yeah, she hates that. But um, yeah, I I didn't even really think about that. But uh, yeah, that would that. Um, I think we have an article on the website about it too um, that I found. And uh, yeah, I uh, that's a good that's that's a good point. Like that shit. But just like then you gotta buy another one. That's how they did it. You just buy more cardboard. Oh, you I, can either you can either buy a thousand dollar VR kit or an eighty dollar per use <laughs> VR kit. <laughs> yeah. What were we gonna say, Brad? The games themselves, though, for VR, like for the Labo, they're not gonna be strenuous. They're they're little kids VR. Like we're not the the market for that at all. I think it's more or less the enjoyment of building it for little kids and parents watching them play it. So. Yeah, maybe it's a, a test run. It's like if you like it, we'll buy the thousand dollar one. Yeah, kind of. I could see that working, but the games themselves, like when you're an elephant, like there's only so much you can really do being an elephant. Like if you're gonna play, maybe play it for like 10, 15 minutes, enjoy it, and then be like, okay, fuck this, I'm done, moving on. Give me Mario again. Um, you know what? Actually, at PAX last year, I played the Goose Simulator. I think I talked about this a couple times on the sh- on the show, but. It's uh, it was fun. I quite enjoyed it, but you, it wasn't a VR. Could you imagine being a fucking POV of a goose in a VR, and not even like, not even the standard goose, like a Canadian goose, like the fucking most arrogant piece of shit goose there ever was. So does it say like a big asshole goose that runs around like poking people? Oh, and, dude, like, trying trying to pull down people's pants or something. Canadian geese are the most fucking arrogant assholes that ever exist. Like they. They just kind of sit and squat on the lawn, and they just kind of like look at you, like still with stink eye. And then they look. Uh, I'm not sure what their food source is, but it's in the ground somewhere. Like it's like fucking worms or something. So they'll like drill holes all over the lawn. Like they'll completely butcher this lawn with holes, and then they'll just shit on everything. They'll just like they'll they'll beacon the whole fucking lawn to find like every inch has a fucking hole from the geese like just kind of poking its face in there and then um when it's done they just like literally group shit over the entire lawn so it's like a hole a goose shit and then another hole like through the whole fucking lawn and you're like really like can you fucking not be a dink yeah and you can walk right up to them you can walk right up to them be like hey asshole and then it'll look at you be like "Ah." yeah so that's my yeah. that's my little spiel, spiel watched, one geese. I watched enough videos of geese trying to kill people that I, I know better than talking to the geese. Yeah, where are those lovely white geese? I'm sure they're the same way. They just they just depict them differently. But yeah, anyways, so uh, yeah, the goose simulator was a lot of fun, and because you just fit the it just fit the character because geese are assholes. <laughs> Oh, okay, a little off topic. Did you guys see that uh, episode of Family Guy where um, Peter, uh, Peter and Donald Trump are in a fist fight and then uh, Justin Trudeau like flies off on fucking two Canadian geese? Like, he's standing on two Canadian geese? I fucking died. I thought that was fucking clever. <laughs> yes, I've seen that one before. That Yes. Anytime that um, Peter fights anyone usually is an episode that I'm, I'm willing to watch because yep. he fights that chicken or whatever all the time. Yeah. And I'll watch that one just because I, I it's interesting to see how they can flow of fist fight yeah it is it is quite interesting <laughs> 10 minutes yeah it's pretty impressive actually yeah Seth McFarland's a genius he's good 
Okay, so um, we have another uh, uh, sci-fi thriller game called Observation. Uh, they, they showed a trailer off in the state of play. Uh, leave it to game studios over at PlayStation to show off what looks like a deep and immersive single-player game. It's, uh, it is hard work to tell what the overall direction of the game will take, but an amazing graphics and what looks like gameplay uh, makes this game inten uh, an intense-looking game. So, yeah. Uh, what were your thoughts when you first saw that, Eric? Um, at first, I was like, uh, it kind of reminded me of that Sandra Bullock movie where she's like stuck in space or whatever. Um, Gravity? And I was like, yeah, that one. Um, and I was like, what the shit is happening? And after a few minutes, it like it started like popping up the little promos about what is going to happen. And it's like it's almost like kind of reminded me of a it says that you control the space station in, in the trailer. And I was like, OK, how? And that's where I was kind of like confused by what the gameplay is going to be. But if that's the case and you're kind of like, uh, you know, you're kind of like leading this uh, person who's like lost in space on a space station and you're the you're the computer. I thought that was a good twist on the on the idea. Um, it looks amazing. I mean, if you got if you have 4K and, and all that good stuff, it's going to look incredible. It's really well rendered, really well put together. And and I I don't think that's just going to be for the trailers. I honestly think this is going to be one of those games that's going to be like Become Human that looks amazing on the screen. So I'm just interested to see more gameplay of it because it, it could be a really good game. Nice, yeah. Uh, what about you, Bradley? I was left really confused. I don't know. I just didn't get it. Like, yeah, the whole you are the space station and then the video, it looked cool, but I was like, really confused going okay well what am i going to be doing what's the end goal of this game like i don't know um i want to see more i'll probably try it out it's, it's one of those games that looks good enough that it's worth picking up to try it but i'll be keeping my eye out for more videos for sure yeah so i i think we're all in agreement on that one huh see i don't care because i don't have a ps either way so uh <laughs> yeah <laughs> He's like, I'm he's only, like, you guys talk about it. F this. Uh, I'm, o I'm only here. I'm only here for the company. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> that pretty much wraps up uh, the state of play. Unless I miss something. Uh, um, Concrete genie. Yeah. Concrete genie, and um, they also did uh, a Days Gone. They 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 showed some yes. Days Gone stuff. Some um, more of a storytelling. Yeah. Um, which it, it basically just, on the Days Gone side of things, it, it just kind of expanded what we already knew. There really wasn't anything. I mean, it did add to it, but to me, it was like, yep, that's that's what you said the game was going to be like. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, I, I didn't, it didn't, like, change my opinion on the game. Although, it is one of those games I do think would be fun to play in first person. Uh, like, uh, it'll be one that I like to play because it's a, it's a PlayStation exclusive, so I'll probably give it a shot because you can't play it anywhere else. Kind of like... Um, Horizon Zero Dawn, but Horizon Zero Dawn I didn't buy until it was the Game of the Year edition and everything was included, which is probably how I'll do this game also, because <laughs> that's how I treat my PlayStation. Unless it's VR, I wait like a year and a half to play an exclusive. So, Ouch. I'm sorry. I, so I, there's a couple that I picked up right off the bat, but like Become Human, the Detroit one, I, I waited until it was on sale, because the more I watched it, the more I was like, hmm. I'm not going to pay $60 for that. Now, I probably should have got Zero Dawn on release because now that I've played it, I regret waiting. 
because that game oh, is incredible. Oh, that good. is one of the best game. I think, even though it's like what now, like a year, two years old now, it is probably by far the best PlayStation game I've played. Period. It's so good. Yeah, it is really good. Um, I'm gonna pick up Days Gone right away. It's uh, I already I think I already have it pre-ordered. Um, it should be. I don't know. I'm excited for it. I'm excited for the interchanging uh, map with the the weather impacting how you do missions. Um, mm-hmm. I heard a video or an interview where they were saying like you can do every storyline separately. It isn't really like you're stuck. Like if I want to do a certain set of missions and complete those, I can without completing the main story. So I kind of like that you can jump around and do what you really like first and. You don't have to do certain things in the game if you are not very good or don't like it or just not strong enough yet. Like I don't think you can get stuck like some other games you you will and those open world kind of concepts. Um, so I was I was really excited to see that and say to play and see the story mode kind of be flushed out a little more. And yeah, so it'll be a good game. I I think you'll regret not picking it up right away. Probably. I'll be excited to see you stream it though, right? I am going to stream it. That is that is on my list of games to stream for April. Um, what is it? April twenty seventh? Is that the right date? I believe so. Yeah, I think so. So yeah, twenty uh, six. Depending on how twenty six. Depending on how I pre-ordered it, I may do a uh, like midnight launch night stream on it. Ooh, that'd be nice. I can't remember if I pre-ordered it through Amazon or through the PlayStation. I gotta look at that. I guess. That's that's right, listeners. Stay up late. To, to listen to his uh, midnight stream on the 26th, right? <laughs> yes. Yes. I, I'd like to see how many people do that, see how many loyal followers we have. With <clears throat> new games, you'd be surprised. There's a lot of people that stay up and watch those new games right away. Not me. I got work in the morning. <laughs> yeah, I usually book off the next day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ooh, look at me. Um, I have a PS. I can play. I can't play. <laughs> he's just sitting there. He's like, oh, God, these guys. <laughs> um, the last but not least one I think that we could talk about would be the Concrete Genie, which has VR support in it. Um, uh, Brad, you said that you want... Did you watch the trailer for this one, too? Yep. Um, what what did you think? That... I I really liked it. And the the whole concept of like the real world being dark and him like remaking a new world and using his art, it reminded me of like those indie games or those uh, like Journey and Echo and um, oh, what's that other one? Uh, rhyme? Is it Rhyme? Uh, like yeah, that style of game. So. It's like that style of game where it's a very linear story, but a really cool concept, really cool visuals, stuff that you you just like watching. Like, you know, like, it's a game I may not even play. I may just watch someone play it. Uh, uh, when I was watching the trailer of it, I was like, this reminds me of that, um, the Mickey, what is it? Was that Mickey game? Um, oh, yes. The, oh, I'm going to look that up. I know what where, you're talking about. Yeah. Um, the Mickey Mouse game where he like Mickey paints Inc. everything or something like that. Yeah. Um, uh, that That's what it reminded me of. It reminded me of a really pretty version of that. Epic Mickey. Uh, Epic Mickey, that was it. Um, <clears throat> that's what it reminded me of, because that's what you do in Epic Mickey. <laughs> you do the same basic premise, except um, Mickey's not being bullied 
by a bunch of heathen-y children. Um, he's... <laughs> It's just random in the background. This <laughs> fucking guy. Um, so, uh, so part of me is kind of like I like the story. I'm glad that they showed a VR support because this game is probably going to be incredible to try in VR to be painting and doing all the things and see all the world come to life like more immersively. So I'm actually more interested in the VR side of it. But um, it does look like a really well put together game. So uh, this is one that I'll probably keep an eye on because not only will I play it, but I think this is something that my kids would probably enjoy playing as well. Yeah, I can see that. It's a, it's definitely a very family-friendly game. Yeah. So um, I, I think that I think that wraps it up. So we're going to let Rodney join back into his own podcast um, and, and talk back, about something that he might be interested in. <laughs> Yeah, I had a nap because I was up late last night. So, uh, <coughs> but yeah, the uh, Borderlands Three. Let's talk about that. So, uh, I've played Borderlands Two. I did not play Borderlands One, even though One is getting an HD overhaul, if you will. So, what were your guys' thoughts on that? About damn time, <laughs> right? <laughs> I agree with exactly what you just said. Like. Oh man, it's been too long. It's been too damn long for another I, uh, Borderlands. I didn't even finish Borderlands Two though. That's the thing. Um, my f- one of the guys I worked with, like it was when I first moved to Vancouver to work in film, and I knew like about nobody. Um, and so basically, the only people I knew were people I worked with. So he's like, "Oh, you should buy Borderlands Two. We'll play together." I'm like, "Yeah, sure." So I did, and then he started playing, like, because we had off shifts. So then he started playing, like way more than me so I'm like level 8 and he's level like 30 and I'm like thanks for waiting fucking asshole so that's, yeah. how, I, that's how I am with my friends in division division 2 is the, the same way <laughs> I'm level 9 and all my friends are level 28 and 30 so I'm like oh man I suck Yeah, but I know I know how you feel um, I'm trying to remember the game because it was so long ago um I know it was a uh, FPS looter shooter kind of thing, right? Yeah, it's like a cartoon mm-hmm. looter shooter. I don't want to say cartoon because it's not really, but it's like that. It's cell shaded, cell shaded comic book. Yeah, I, I, I remember. I remember. I feel like it's more like a comic book. Kind of feels like you're yeah. playing a comic book. And it's uh, really funny stories, really funny characters. You kind of you want to play it because you want to meet those characters more, but you also want to play it because you like the guns you get and you like killing things. The killing in that game is so much fun. Bradley, the killing is so much fun. <laughs> glad I wasn't the only one who thought that when he was saying it. Hey. <laughs> it is, though. Like, the characters, like, the, even the boss characters that you fight, they're just like, you want to kill them. I, I, I agree, because I played, I actually played Borderlands 1. Uh, I didn't play Borderlands 2, which is a shame, but I did play the, there was like a, like an offshoot expansion to the game. Yeah, the pre, and I played that though. So, and all of them were great. I I think I might actually pick up the, uh, the Ultra HD, what, the Handsome Collection, I think is what it's called, that has Mm -hmm. the, everything, has one, two, and the prequel all combined i believe and all the dlc so i think i might actually pick that up and replay all of it before i play 
Borderlands before I pick up Borderlands 3, um, mostly because I think it might be kind of fun to stream uh, replaying the original two uh, again. So they're a lot of fun. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't know if I'll pick them back up because I feel like I've already bought them multiple times. <laughs> they keep just re-releasing these these games, but I may I may pick them back up. I really it's one of the things if I get VR, I'm going to get the uh, Borderlands VR because I want to try it on that. Uh, the Borderlands VR is a blast. Um, I had fun with it. That's probably one of the only ones that I've really... That's one of the first-person shooters, I would say, is is good enough to to continue to play for a little while. Again, it's very brightly colored and very fast-paced, so there is a lot of movement. But um, it's one of those ones that does take you away from the thought of all the other things, so you don't really feel nauseous because you don't feel like you don't lose... You don't get lost into it too much. Like it, it, you, you stay pretty well engaged. Um, <clears throat> I loved it though. If if you get an opportunity to pick up a VR headset, I would say the two things, the two most, maybe three, the three most worth picking up games right off the bat is the Borderlands VR, Beat Saber, and probably Astro Boy, just because um, it's got a really good, fun storyline. Um. So so. Uh, so Bradley, if you do pick up the Borderlands VR, please uh, just promise me you're not going to say the words "it's fun to kill people" while you're wearing the VR headset. <laughs> I don't know. While I'm playing it, maybe. Especially when you're that streaming. So much fun killing people. Like, man, we're we're making a monster here. Um, yeah. <laughs> but uh, I, I may. Go my ahead. goal to pick up VR is probably as be my birthday gift to myself come the summer. Because that's usually what I do is I buy myself something fancy for my birthday. That's always funny that, uh, um, not saying that it's sad that you buy your, yourself uh, your, your own birthday gift because I do it too. So uh, they're like, what do you want for your birthday? I want like, you know, whatever it is. Like this year I'm like, I want um, I want lights for my studio, like uh, for streaming. And then I fucking lost my webcams. I'm choked. Anyways, um, so I'm like, yeah, I just want, I want um, uh, some lights for streaming. And she's like, mm, okay, and then she doesn't get me that at all. She gets me something else, which is awesome. It was uh, Breaking Benjamin tickets. Fucking stoked. It's in a couple weeks. Um, and then, uh, nice. yeah, and then uh, Will actually got me those because he knew she wouldn't buy them for me. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, I got my streaming uh, streaming lights from Will. So awesome. But uh, yeah, it's uh, my it, girlfriend's pretty pretty awesome. Like uh, two years ago for my birthday, she bought me the Switch. Um, had to drive around to like different cities to try to pick it up. So she she indulges my gaming obsession. Yeah, Brittany did at the beginning, and now she's like she doesn't want to buy anything gaming related because she doesn't want me to spend more time doing that than with her. So yeah, that's how mm. that works. Uh, but at the beginning, like she, on Valentine's Day, she bought me Majora's Mask, and I'm like, what? Like the 3D one for the 3DS? I was like, what? Nice. I was so confused as to like how the fuck she knew what, like where she was going in EB Games because she's not a gamer. <laughs> uh, Woman walks into EB Games, they get help pretty damn quick. Oh yeah, what yeah. do you? Yeah, I was going to say the the people behind that counter probably immediately were like, oh oh, unless it was a girl, then the, the, then uh, a female employee at at EB or GameStop immediately is like, oh here we fucking go. Yeah. Like, <laughs> be like, you like, look like you don't belong here. Can I help you with something? Yeah, yeah. 
jump over the counter it's like the, act all cool it's like the equivalent of me going into like Lacenza to buy a gift card <laughs> like what are you doing here you're, you're like that John Travolta meme from Pulp Fiction you're just like moving your hands around you're like I don't know what the fuck's going on yeah <laughs> <laughs> um yeah no I went and bought a gift card at Lacenza and um like I'm standing in line and there's like all these women around me and I'm like I'm just afraid I'm gonna get fucking like stabbed with a fucking pencil or something but um yeah that's so a weird fear right like when you're in a <laughs> in a place that normally men don't go by themselves and you're with a bunch of women you're like uh... like I'm very over I'm, I'm very outnumbered here but uh, yeah, yeah like, like mm, then there's, was... there's a lot of yeah. a lot of estrogen floating around me right now. <laughs> but like you can feel them all staring at you like who the fuck is you that? You don't belong guy? here. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh and then yeah, then the count ups the next up uh, next guy in line for the counter and they're like gift card. I'm like, "Oh, how'd you guess?" <laughs> no, no. No, no. I dress like a woman in the evenings. I'm sorry. You're like, yeah, my I'm wife sent me down here to buy thing. some bras, but I don't know anything about them. Can you help me with that? And then uh, just just to fuck with them. Yeah, but <laughs> this is the moment I'm gonna say. So everybody's excited about Borderlands Three, then. <laughs> 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 yep. Uh, <laughs> so uh, yeah, I'm uh, I'm gonna pick this one up for sure. So I'll, I'll play another looter shooter for once. And uh, yeah, anything better than Anthem. Uh -huh. I was yeah, just I thinking thinking about Anthem actually, because um, they were just released a new patch with legendary missions. Yada fucking yada. So I don't know. I don't know how we feel about that. It probably make, um, doesn't make the game any more playable than it is right now. Only if you're at end game, you got to grind your way through to get to the end game. Once you get to max level, then all that content makes sense. Uh, yeah. To play through the single, just to play through your single player missions is still the same. They haven't changed any of that. They did. I did turn it back on uh, for like 15 minutes the other day. Uh, now, when you pick up a mission in the in Fort Tartarus, Tartarus, Tartarus. Yeah, right. Fort Tartar uh, Tartar Sauce, right? Um, you just push Y, and it jumps you right jumps you right to the starting mission. Like you don't have to go back to your suit, jump in it, do the loading screen, all that good stuff. You oh, just good. Hold Y, and it jumps you right into your suit, and you pick to start, and then it jumps you right out into the main missions. And yes. now there's no loading screen when you go back. So when you're done with said mission, it'll ask you what you want to do next, and you pick it. And it just takes you right back there. You don't have to fly. You don't have to choose. It, there's much more. It's much more streamlined than it was. So they did find ways to make the game move a little quicker. So you don't get that long wait. But the <clears throat> the storyline stuff is still bleak and boring. Um, so I haven't played enough to make it to an end game level. So I don't know if all the other stuff is fun yet because they, yeah. <laughs> they won't let me play it. Yeah, um, so. that's good. And. The fact that you called it Fort Tartar Sauce is fucking amazing. Um, that's funny. Anyway, when I played Destiny, I played it and I was excited, and I'm sure like everyone was, because Bungie was the de developer and they just dropped the first three Halos and and Reach and then fucking smoke bombed out of there. And but the thing that I found with Destiny that was missing was was personality for the characters. You know, like like Cortana and Halo is an AI. But she still had personality, right? Whereas fucking Spark in Destiny talked to you like super robotic, 
monotone, fucking no personality, and yeah, I just didn't, I didn't like that about you because basically Cortana, even though Chief, Chief has his own voice, Cortana is more or less the voice of both of them because Chief, Chief is a mainly silent protagonist, and mm -hmm. your guy in Destiny is pretty much a silent protagonist. So yeah, you really don't talk to anybody. Your 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 ghost does most of the work for you. Yes. Um, is that was that his name Spark? I don't know. I'm fucking long time since I played that game. I think I think that's what I can't remember. I don't know. It's been a long time too. I think the first Destiny, um, the first Destiny, your little floaty robot had more personality than the second Destiny. Yeah. I think the first one because he made jokes. Like every once in a while, he'd make like those little quick quips about like what you're not doing right or where you should be going or why you didn't do this or maybe we shouldn't be here. Or this is a bad idea. He would do that. And then the second one, it was just very monotone. Okay, here's your next mission. And that was it. It was like, uh, kind of took it away from me, guys. Way to go. Yeah, and what I was what I was getting to uh, was Anthem feels the same way. You know, um, your character is, is a more dominant speaker in this, but um, it doesn't feel organic when he talks. And then when you're out in the, in the suit... Um, the guys that talk to you, I can't remember uh, their title or whatever, but they, they don't sound that fucking excited either. They're like, oh my god, there's a spike. You need to kill them now. It's like, um, fuck, you know what I okay, mean? Okay, I, I guess so, if I have to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I agree with that because even when she talks to, like, none, none of the people, the voice, the, the animations for the the people you talk to in Tartar Sauce, they, they just don't have anything and there's the one guy that wants to be there's like the one kid that wants to be uh a pilot he wants to get out there in a suit and he's the only one with any like enthusiasm yeah. but he feels fake yeah. he doesn't feel like he's truly enthusiastic he's just kind of like yep this is my this is my character i'm supposed to act like this like yeah yeah so i agree yeah i i just don't i think that and destiny kind of missed the missed the point and i think that's why both of them kind of have a, a falling out because you never got engaged into the game i get more engaged into sea of thieves right now with the fact that i get to create all that myself than those games did creating the story for you yeah because um well, i it, think that's the oh go ahead bradley sir right I, I think that's the plus behind uh borderlands story is borderlands had such a good story even though it's a looter shooter and you play it repetitively, like the same story over and over again, people enjoyed playing that story and having that develop. Uh, yeah, it's the people. Uh, yeah, I agree yeah. with that completely. Like Handsome Jack. In the prequel, Handsome Jack is an amazing character that you want to kill. <laughs> and yes, yes, I don't think kill again. <clears throat> but that's... that's the, <laughs> he's a character that you... You love, you like, and then you start to hate, and you're like, "Yeah, no, he needs to die." The only way, the only time I've ever felt that about someone was in Far Cry Five. I wanted to fucking kill the father so fucking bad, and then the ending was so melodramatic. I fucking it pissed me right off. I was so choked. I'm hoping you guys played Far Cry Five, so you know what I'm talking about. I know the ending because I watched my buddy stream it, and I know how. How mad he was at it. Yeah, it's fucking like, like oh, the whole game was so good, and then the fucking last like five minutes of the game was just just awful. Yeah, yeah, fucking pissed me off. Um, I remember him streaming it, and he the ending happened, and he had a stunned look on his face, and he just kind of looked like straight at the camera and said, "Don't buy this game." 
And then like the stream's done. Bye guys. Click. Like wow. he was so upset at the ending. Just flip just flips off the camera. Fuck you. Ah, <laughs> fuck this game. Who, who made Far Cry? Who, who made? Uh, I can't even remember. I can't remember. Once I That's once I you... once I Google it and um, I, I uh, see it, I'm gonna be upset that I didn't remember. Ubisoft. You was it Ubisoft? I thought it was published Ubisoft by Ubisoft. Game. That's what I thought. I thought it was a Ubisoft because it's it kind of follows their the way they make games. I mean, well, it's I'd... a big open world shooter. You know, with endless content supposedly that ends in uh, a depressing finish, which is Ubisoft in, in a nutshell. Yeah, well, the other games weren't like that. Well, this is the only one that really had that ending that pissed everyone off. But this is also the only game that had a sequel to it. No Far Cry has really been a sequel to another. They've all been a new standalone story. Yeah, I think the last Far Cry I played was four. I think I think I played four, and that was that was about it. Because every time I see one, I'm like, eh. Okay, nah, I don't think so. And this one was the same way. I was like, it looks amazing. Oh, I should really play this. But I'm like, eh, something tells me something's going to go wrong with this. And I'm glad I I'm glad I thought that. I wish I would have felt that way about Anthem. Well, I mean, the betas are fun. Like, whenever they release betas for these games, they are fun. But... Everyone's like, oh, it's a beta. There's more shit coming. But it kind of... It, it hasn't really done that lately. Like, in the last couple years. Like, the betas have been basically the fucking final game. Yeah. That's happened more often than really should have been yeah. happening. The only changes is, like, they've tweaked a couple glitches that came out in the beta. And they added, like, two or three more, like... Like, UI changes or something like that. Like, it's not fucking massive. Like, it's like... Um... Like, it, it's... I don't even know what the final... It, there's no, like, Charlie, like, um, stage in the gaming world, I think. I don't know. We should ask our friend Curtis from uh, Kabom Games. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because there's, there's always the alpha, and then there's the beta, and then there's... I guess Charlie is the game. Charlie's the game. But, <clears throat> uh... And, and, then, and then Delta is all the updates to fix it. Yeah. And then Echo is revamping the game because everyone fucking hates it. <laughs> and then EA fires a bunch of people. That's yeah. how that works. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then they make it all the way to Z when the game doesn't fucking exist anymore because they obliterated it. Uh, so yeah, I, Far Cry wasn't... I, I can't get involved in that conversation too much because Far Cry wasn't uh, one that I got too deep into. I play a lot of Ubisoft's... Um, or however you say it. Um, I play a lot of their, like, their Ghost Recons and their divisions i like their their shooters their third person shooter games i think is where i i usually fall into their oh, and that and assassin's creed because anything that's assassin's creed is usually pretty well put together especially lately like once they since they changed the formula with uh, origins and uh, odyssey like oh yeah it's fucking it's pumping yeah odyssey was great oh my gosh what a good game i still haven't finished it i need to go back and play that but i also want to play apex uh, with Bradley so that I can fucking level up. He's been releasing some kick-ass videos on the Discord. Uh, th were th those were all your kills, right? Yeah, all, all the ones So on my Instagram, and I have linked them to Discord, uh, are all kind of my clips. Clips of the day I do. Nice. Yeah, those are really good. Um, yeah, that was fun. 
I, I enjoy watching those because I'm like, yeah, I can't do that. So it's fun to watch somebody who can. He got a fucking triple B kill. I'm like, what? I was, yeah. He got a triple B kill and he got a triple, um, triple take kill with like, not like using it basically as a shotgun. He only had a times. Yeah, the last a, guy was just a shotgun. Yeah, you had a times three on there, I think, didn't you? No, I don't. Well, maybe I don't remember. I think you had a times three on there, but yeah, you just. Oh yeah, it was good. You're you're good. Oh, so yeah. I gotta, you're gonna play with you now, so I get more wins. I haven't played on Xbox since the last time we played. I've been playing with my buddy on PlayStation lately. Oh, Okay. Yeah. So uh. get on, and we'll uh, we'll play some. Yeah, that was very forceful of him how he said that, but yeah. Get on, and we'll play some. We'll kill people. Kill people uh, with me. I didn't want to say that again. <laughs> so, um, yeah, anyways, uh, we should maybe wrap it up. I'm actually uh, quite sad Will wasn't able to join us, but Will's probably asleep because he still hasn't texted me back from an hour ago. So I put, we are going to start, text me, I'll add you to the call, and then radio silence. Silence. Yeah, it, you, you kept him up late playing Sea of Thieves, uh, yeah. killing people. Are uh, we were the ones being fucking struck, we were. <laughs> yeah, we, we died a lot. Um, mainly from, oh, yeah. from fucking powder keg skeletons. Yeah, those guys, I hate those guys. Like, every second one was a fucking powder keg skeleton. And then, um, when you're fighting other skeletons, if you swing your sword or shoot your gun, there's, like, a five-second delay between that action and when you can sprint again. So he's, like, right behind you with the barrel, like, and you're just, like, smashing left stick, like, FUCKING RUN! <sighs> you know, any, any, any suicide-style character in a game is probably my most hated because in division two there's those crazy like chicks or dudes or whatever with the nightsticks that just come like charging at you and out of all of the thing that i hate them the most more than anything i, agree. I can't and, and you try to shoot them and for whatever reason you keep missing them and maybe it's because i suck doesn't matter the point is anything that's usually tries to kill you in some kind of a uh, uh, suicide fashion is always the biggest pain in the ass, and I agree. Yep. The, uh, the the skeletons with their damn barrels, fucking pains in the ass. Yep. <clears throat> All right, so uh, I hope Will doesn't hate me for starting the podcast without him. But uh, hi, Will. Um, so yeah, I guys, you will. <laughs> Catch uh, you next time, man. Hopefully, well, hopefully. Whatever. Anyways, uh, thanks a lot for listening, guys. Check us out on our website, videogamesnow.ca, for our uh, all of our links to our social media websites where you can uh, join the chat and uh, let us know what you think of the show and anything you may want us to do in future shows. Actually, one thing I, would, I did wanted to bring up, we're going to talk about this in, uh, right after the podcast, but uh, another... Um a year la- uh, worth it a year later video uh, we're think- I- I'm thinking of doing, but I'm not sure what game to do. I was thinking Far Cry 5, actually. But I'm not really sure, so maybe we'll throw a poll up on our website and uh, we'll figure out what you guys want me to to play to see if it's worth it a year later. And yeah, so all right, guys, thanks a lot. We'll see you all in the next one. Bye bye. See you. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.